How do you determine the prices you charge for your services? If your goal is to just charge as much as possible to as many clients as possible, you might actually be putting yourself at a disadvantage and setting your business up for failure. Having a strategy for pricing your services so that it sets you up for success is the only way to get off the hamster wheel of feast and famine. And that's what I want to talk about today. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. When it comes to pricing services, most people do one of the following. Either they determine some hourly rate that they feel comfortable with and then estimate the number of hours a project will take and give a client an estimate of hours as a project rate, or they'll just give that estimated hours and then they'll say that they'll charge them on the hourly rate regardless, which means if they work fewer hours, they will get paid less. Or they size up each client individually and determine what they think that client will pay and then make a quote based on that projection. Or they'll charge based on what they see other people, their competitors in the market are charging. And in that scenario, they usually charge under whatever their competitors are charging because they think that if they're a little bit cheaper, they will win the business more often. Obviously speaking from personal experience, because I have tried all of those pricing strategies. And what I came to find out is not only are those terrible strategies for pricing your services, but they can actually distract you from what's really going on inside your business because they have you focusing primarily on the top line revenue. And as I've spoken about before, if you focus only on top line revenue, you can end up making a decent amount of money and not actually taking any of it home. In fact, The year that Steve and I ended up in debt that changed our whole business model, that was our highest revenue year yet. We did over $250,000 that year and still ended up in debt. Why? Because we were trying to price as much as we possibly could, trying to get as many clients as we possibly could. We were focused on the top line revenue and not on the bottom line. So today I wanna share with you a simple formula that I use to ensure that we are always focused on profit and not just revenue. I would rather make $300,000 and take it all home than make a million dollars and take home $200,000. I'm going to say that again. I would rather make less but take home more than make more and take home less. Why? Because ultimately you're taking home more. Like that's what we should be basing all of this on. How much are you taking home? That is what determines your lifestyle, your freedom, the ease in your business and all of that. And second, if you can build a super profitable business on the lower end of gross revenue, you can easily scale up from that model. A lot of people grow too fast because they think that they have to grow in order to find that profit. But what I want to share with you today is that you're better off finding that profit when you're small, and then you'll have plenty of time and money left over to invest and scale up much more quickly. And I think that is a huge mistake that most people make is they can't find profitability when they're doing $100,000 or $200,000. So they think, oh, if I grow, that's where the profitability will come in. 
But that's just trying to put a Band-Aid on a problem or like on a gash that's bleeding. And it's only going to get bigger and bleed more the bigger your business gets because more cash flow just creates a lot more problems if you're not profitable. So let's talk about a different strategy for finding the prices that you should charge. Back in 2015, after we got out of debt and we were making lots of money doing brand ups, uh, I ended up developing this formula because I realized that I was still, even though we were making a lot of money after having made no money, I was still taking every single client that came to me. I was still stuffing them in partially because I had this trauma from years past of not having enough clients. So once we changed into the brand up mode and we were getting prospects and clients, you know, felt like every single day, I couldn't turn any of them away because I was like hoarding the cash because it felt so good. And what ended up happening is we just swung completely the other way. We were so busy, we we're making so much money and I just, I couldn't stop. So I still didn't have any time for myself. And that's when I developed this formula. It's called the 50-25-25 formula to profit and freedom. And it's really, really simple. Here's what I did. I looked at all of our expenses, our business expenses, our personal expenses, and I calculated exactly how much revenue we would need to generate in order for me to make enough personal income to cover the way that I was living, plus have enough money to cover all of our business expenses, plus have enough money to cover all of our taxes. And then I concluded that I needed to generate that revenue in a maximum of 50% of my time working with clients. Remember, it's the 50-25-25 rule. So that's what the 50 is. 50% of your time maximum working with clients. So what that meant at the time was I had calculated that if we were able to generate $20,000 a month, that would pay for everything. That would pay for our taxes, our business, and our lifestyle. And at the time, we were charging about six or $7,000 for a brand up. And so I looked at what we had to offer and I looked at our schedule and I said, imagine if we just did one brand up a week, two weeks a month, and we were charging 10,000 instead of 7,000. That would allow us to generate $20,000 a month in less than two weeks worth of client work. And that would allow us to save the other two weeks for the two other things I'm about to talk about. So the first light bulb moment of realizing this was I had a reason to try to get my pricing to $10,000 because I could see how clearly if I could charge $10,000 for my brand ups and I knew how long they took and five days for a brand up from beginning to end with everything included, that was even more than they really took. So I said, okay, but I'll give myself some leeway. I, I want, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to plan, you know, for best case scenario, I want to give myself some extra room. So if I know that I can spend a maximum of five days on a brand up, and I could charge $10,000 for it, and I could do two of those a month, I will make $20,000 a month, and that's all we need. That's what we need to live. And I can spend a week of the month, 25% of my time, working on my business, and that will help us generate those clients as well because I can use that time to do marketing. I can use that time to write articles, give speeches, work on my skills, all that stuff which means that that last week a month can be set aside for whatever I want. Now, the way that I like to explain the 50-25-25 formula is that you should spend 50% max time with client work, 25% minimum on working on your business, and then 25% of your time is free time. That's your time to live, which gives you 
12 weeks out of the year, which is a great amount of time to put aside for vacation, for travel, but also just for all those incidental things, right? I'm giving you this formula not because you have to do two weeks of client work and one full week of business work and one full week take it off every week, but this is an average. So we're using this to calculate your pricing. What we actually ended up doing once I realized that this formula worked so well, it gave me plenty of time to work on my business, it gave me plenty of time to enjoy my life, and we were making exactly what we needed. Once I realized that that was the right price point and those were the right number of clients that I needed, because you know, if you follow this through, you see that we would need 24 clients a year at $10,000 a piece, which would give us $240,000, right? $20,000 a month, average, two a month. But that doesn't mean we have to do two a month exactly. In fact, many times we would do three or four in one month and then we would go away for weeks at a time, or we wouldn't go away for weeks at a time. We would we would then spend a few weeks just working on our own stuff. That's how I ended up writing my book. I, I front-loaded doing a bunch of clients, and then I just went deep into writing my book, and I was able to write my book in, in less than three months because of it. But the point is, I had a real reason and clarity around how much money I needed to generate and how much I needed to charge in order to generate that money. Hey guys, I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show and I thank you in advance for your help. All right, back to the episode. I came up with this formula in December of 2014 and by June of 2015, so like six months later, we got our price up to $10,000 for a one-day brand up. We did it pretty quickly because we had a really clear goal and I knew exactly what that business needed to look like and it was so simple. Do you see how simple it is to run your business when you know exactly what you're selling at exactly what price point and how many of those are going to get you to your financial goals. And it's set up so that the other reason that only working with clients 50% of your time is so important is because business is not going to be steady when you're a small business like us. There are going to be lulls and there are going to be busy times. And, you know, you just aren't working with that many clients. So if three clients come to you at once, just coincidentally, you can be really busy. And then maybe just a couple of things fall through and all of a sudden you are you have no clients at the moment. That's going to happen when you're in a service business, especially when you are only able to make the money you need when you're maxed out, which is how most people operate. So what we want to do is we want to create a price point and an offering so that you can make that money when you're not maxed out to account for the fact that there are going to be swaths of time when maybe you have a slow period. And that has to be okay. It can't be that every time you have a slow period or every time you go away for vacation, that's like threatening the amount of income that you make every year. Instead, we want to plan for it. Let's just plan for the fact that that's how business works, that you don't want to work over December holidays and you want to take some time off in the summer to go to the beach and that should be fine and you should account for that in your pricing. When 
you are priced such that you only need to work with clients 50% of your time or less, you're fine when you don't work with clients for a couple of weeks. And you get to relax because you know, as long as I get those 24 clients over the course of the year, or however many clients it is for you, as long as I get those, I'm good. And I have to remind clients that I work with, sometimes when they're going through a lull, maybe they they haven't had a client for a couple of weeks. I have to remind them, especially when they have a potential client or two on the hook and then neither of them close. That's a really devastating position to be in. I've seen a lot of people go through that. They they do this work, they have a couple people who say yes and then for some reason or another, maybe two or three people who all said yes and they were potentially going to make, you know, $60,000, which was a huge win for them. All of a sudden, you know, for one reason or another, they all disappear. Maybe one of them just puts it on hold because something happened with their business. Another person has a personal issue and they have to put it on hold. Another person disappears. But what you have to remember is when every client is worth $10,000, $20,000, one client will turn that all around for you. And that client can come in tomorrow. That client can come in the day after tomorrow and completely change things. That's what it means to run a small profitable business. Each client is worth so much money that the difference between two yeses and two people who back out for various reasons can be the difference between an incredible month and a devastating month. And we don't want to be at the whim of that inevitable volatility of small service businesses. That is such a stressful way to live. So instead, we have to kind of embrace the fact that that is just how it is and instead understand that if we set it up so that on average, we're always going to get those clients and we're going to get enough of them throughout the year, then we don't have to worry when one month, a couple of people don't close because the next month, three of them are going to close and it's going to make up for it. But that's only going to happen if you are consistently putting yourself in front of your ideal clients by doing business development and marketing. And that is why you must put aside a full 25% of your time, at least to do that business development and marketing and getting yourself out there and, and being seen and being known. Now, when I first did this in 2015, Part of the impetus was also that Steve, you know, we'd always planned that Steve would have time to paint. And because because I wanted to take all of the brand ups because it was like, how can I say no to this? It's another $5,000. It's another $6,000. I can't say no to any of these people. And he was kind of getting a little tired of it. And he was like, we don't need this money and I want to paint. You can imagine we're married with this business and I'm all freaked out about having been in debt the year before. I'm like, we have to take all the money and the clients we can get. And he was understandably thinking about and wanting to get back to the art. So that was part of the impetus for having this conversation. But when we started implementing it, all of a sudden I would have, you know, an equivalent of two weeks a month available to work on the business. And I I really to be honest, I really spent both of those weeks working on business development. So I would do tons of stuff, tons of marketing for us. It's how I wrote my book. It's how I got that Forbes column. It's how I invested in building my speaking skills and so many things that I invested in during those times. Because when you own your own business and you enjoy learning and growing, that is what you do in your free time. So it's not like I would take that fourth week and lay on the couch all week, but we did also plan great vacations throughout the year. And that's where that free time came from. And I share that because especially early on, 
I, I would recommend reinvesting as much of that time as possible into growing the business and doing the biz dev behind the scenes, doing the marketing, learning marketing, getting better at writing, getting better at understanding how to communicate what's so special about you. All of that is, uh, those are the best things you can invest your time and money in when you're still at a place in business where you're not making the money you want or need to be making. I would reinvest all of that all of that time into building those skills. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner you'll be in a position where you don't need to do that as much. It's about building that foundation of your business, getting all of your systems and your processes and and understanding marketing and, and building your one killer outreach strategy, you know, having these things that you do on a regular basis that you can rely on to bring you business. And eventually those things are gonna be creating content. And creating content doesn't necessarily mean that you have to actually create all of the content. It might mean that you sit down with your writer for an hour a month and just talk and tell them things that you think and then they turn it into content, right? That's where we wanna get, where eventually you have a whole machine that is basically doing it for you. You'll never be completely out of it because ultimately we are selling our strategic thinking and our vision and our brilliance and like what we are so good at, but you can get pretty far out of it. And when you build that whole machine, and that's why you should invest in it now, when you build all of that, eventually you get to just spend your time doing the most high value pieces, which often are both the hardest, but also the most rewarding parts. Like I'll give you an example, this podcast I love doing this podcast. I get to show up and share something that I'm really excited about. And then I save the recording and send it to somebody else and everything else happens magically (laughs) without me. How amazing is that? But you know what? I spent years, well, I didn't have a podcast back then, but the equivalent of my podcast, I spent years doing all the pieces. And it wasn't because I wasn't willing to invest in it. It was because I needed to understand all the pieces. Now, maybe that's just me. I like to understand how the sausage is made before I hire someone to make the sausage for me. It allows me to be a better manager and a more informed buyer because I know what I'm looking for. And all of that came from putting aside actual time to invest in building the business and the skills. And I was just having a conversation with a client in the Nobius Agency Mastery Program the other day who was so busy with clients, right? She closed all these LPs right when she first came into the program and then they were all upselling. So she was just like doing intensive after intensive. And she was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm not sure how to manage this. And I said, you don't have to schedule them right on top of each other. You can tell a client, great, my next opening is four weeks from now and three weeks from now could be completely open. You don't owe it to clients to give them your first available date. Or rather, if you start to think about your first available date as being the first date you're willing to work with them, not necessarily the first day that you have available on your calendar, that's where, again, 25% of your time going to biz dev comes in. If you schedule that time in, that time is sacred. Hey, I'm not available the third week of May because that week is put aside already to work on my business. You don't need to tell them that, but I'm just telling you that. Not only is that your prerogative to do, that's what you have to do if you wanna build a business full of freedom and profit. 
50-25-25 rule to freedom and profit. I also did a pretty in-depth training on this in the free Facebook group, No BS Agency Owners. Go check that out. There's a link in there to go grab the free course that goes with this. Uh, I put together a really helpful calculator that you can plug in all of your numbers and it'll spit out the price that you need to charge to have freedom and profit. So go check us out in the Facebook group, No BS Agency Owners. Go grab that. Oh, actually, you could just go grab that course right now. It's nobsagencies.com backslash freedom. And you can go grab the free course on finding your price to freedom. That's all I got for you today. I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. <laughs>